0: Hi, I'm Alex Bellinger, and this is Small Biz Pod on Monday, the 31st of March. Well, welcome to Small Biz Pod. As you know, if you're a regular listener, this is the podcast for startups, small business owners and entrepreneurs, real insight and real advice from real entrepreneurs who uh, I interview. Um, there's always a, a pearl of wisdom a gem, a, a gem of an idea Or more than one perhaps even in a, in a show So, uh, And I hope a, a, a Good entertaining stuff as well So uh, glad you're listening if you're a new listener And there have been quite a few recently Thank you very much for tuning in as it were I've recorded a lot of podcasts Over the last uh, week or so And I'm hoping to release them On a much more regular basis Usually it's two a month I'm hoping to try and push that envelope to I don't know one a week Uh, we'll see I know I've promised that many occasions before but you know well it's a it's a it's a spring resolution so there we are so there we are so coming up in today's edition of the podcast I interview a number of people who all have one thing in common they were all members of the Facebook group I use the F word uh, of the Facebook group of the British Library and more specifically the British Library's um, intellectual, uh, Business and Intellectual Property uh, section, uh, which is a, a fantastic resource for uh, anyone thinking about starting up a business or wanting to do research into specific markets. Uh, they've got loads of good advice, loads of research and, and patent inquiries you can do there great place uh, but in they more than that they are using some of these new web 2.0 technologies and social networking technologies to reach out to an audience of startups, pre-startups and entrepreneurs. So I talk later in the podcast to Neil Infield about how a traditional organization like the British Library is embracing social networking technologies. But I also, as usual, at any of these kind of networking events, talk to the real voices behind the faces on the Facebook group. But first, let me just say a Great big thank you to Sage, uh, who, as you know, are one of the UK's most successful businesses, 5.4 million customers worldwide, um, and they're a leading supplier of business management software and services. Many of you will be familiar with their accounting packages, uh, which are excellent. But also, uh, they provide a whole other range of services um, and software, and they've really learnt from uh, the businesses who they, who are their customers over the last 20 or so years, they're a great British business success story. So uh, it's a really great to have them on board sponsoring. Um, And uh, they uh, produce a range of services and software, as I say, from accounts, payroll, forecasting, business intelligence, customer relationship management, e-business and and practical help for startups, including services like Excel support, advice on HR, health and safety advice and and various training courses. So they've got more than just your accounting packages to offer businesses of all sizes, whether you're a startup, a small business or a, a growing business to corporate. So thanks again, Sage, for your sponsorship. So without further ado, let's go straight into those interviews, and I start off by talking to Neil Infield, who heads up the British Library's Business and Intellectual Property Centre.
1: I manage a team of 12 now, up from 10, of uh, information professionals, librarians some of them, who staff the Inquiry Desk and run workshops and we also now do one-to-one advice sessions, so that's a bit of a new venture for us. Um,
0: and this is at the Business and Intellectual Property Centre in the British Library?
1: That's right. We, we, you have to get a, a reader's pass and make your way through to the inquiry desk, and we're there to help you get access to all the incredible information that we've got within the centre.
0: And uh, I'm, I know lots of people who've been here, and it's great stuff. It's good stuff. Now, uh, that's the plug-over. <laughs> what I'm more, inter- I'm more interested in, really, is your kind of... Uh, the British Library, why don't you won't anticipate it being a very kind of um, you know stuffy geeky place, and and maybe then it is appropriate. I'm having second thoughts now about this question. Maybe it is appropriate that, that you should be online um, and in and created a Facebook group, um, and this event this evening is full of people who are all members of the British Library Facebook group. How how, how did that sort of online strategy evolve, and how are you finding it working for you?
1: Well. The Business and IP Centre in many ways is kind of really at the cutting edge of change for the library. So the library is about reaching out to new communities, people who perhaps don't or didn't realise that we were relevant for them saying, yes, you can get a Reader's Pass. It's not an exclusive club anymore. Everybody is welcome to use it. And we've got information that entrepreneurs really desperately need to use. So it's saying, well, okay, given those facts, how do we reach out to that audience? We know that the conventional media is not enough. And we know that there's a lot of entrepreneurship activity happening in cyberspace or whatever you might want to call it. So we just engage in every channel to use a marketing term that we can find mm. and see what happens it's experiment really mm. Mm. and when you say engage how why i mean what i mean not why but when how do you engage well we just said facebook seems to be a happening thing let's just form a group see what happens put a bit of information up about us and you know just like build it and see if they come. I know you're not supposed to do that with websites anymore, yeah. but with Facebook it is still a bit like that. And within, what, eight months we've got a thousand, over a thousand members. It's absolutely amazing. And
0: is it really a user-generated Facebook page, or are you, are, you, are you actively contributing?
1: Oh yeah, there's a couple of members of staff who, you know, make sure that we put stuff about us and what's going on. But people have genuinely got stuck in. And some people are, you know, promoting their own business. Why not? There's an opportunity there. But people are actually effectively meeting people, you know, it's like a virtual networking space, which is, you know, that's a bit of a a hype, but really that's the truth behind some of these activities, and it's genuinely working in that way.
0: So, um, yeah, I know you guys are doing blogging, which is interesting because it brings a bit of personality and a bit of personal colour to the individuals
1: who are running the the centre, and
0: uh, librarians are human beings too.
1: (laughs) So so it's alleged, yeah. I discovered you know, the usefulness of blogs probably not that many months before I actually started blogging myself. And it's like, well, wait a minute. If this is useful information, we're saying we want to engage in our audience, why shouldn't we try? And the funny thing was that my blog came out of a way of proving to my other blogger, Steve Van Dalken, who's a patent expert. Mm. That it was doable. And I said, Well, I haven't got anything to say, mm. but I'll just show you how easy it is from the technology side. And just, you know, it's not that much commitment in terms of time or energy. You're already doing the reading, you already know about this stuff. Yep. Just go ahead and do it. And he was nervous. So I said, Look, I'll do it and show you. Yeah. I became addicted. Mm. <laughs> and now. Blog regularly, but he has followed my lead, yeah. and his blog is actually more successful than mine because he actually knows stuff about <laughs> patents that people yeah. are really interested in. Yeah, so yeah, that was yeah. the point of the exercise, yeah. and it's been really successful. Yeah. And
0: I, I think, in some ways, that is that uh, blogging is, a, it, it, in many ways, is a is a, is a more engaging um, tool uh, than than a, than a Facebook group in some in some respects. I mean, the, the Facebook Facebook kind of harks back a little bit to forums. Um, And there's a lot of chatter and noise, but there is something uh, astonishing about the sheer value and intelligence of uh, bloggers uh, and of the the, the variety of people blogging, um, which uh, I think is a real a real benefit to anyone
1: interested in any, any
0: form of business?
1: Well, you know, we talk about barriers to entry to the British Library, and one is saying, well, there's this established institution, and it's a building, but it's actually people inside yeah. that building. Now, how do you reach out that, that idea that it's actually people there who you can engage with, who mm. know stuff? Mm. Now, I think there should be about, I don't know what the exact number, maybe about 500 experts within this place who should all have blogs and people would say wow these people really know about stuff in some cases they're world leading experts they're all tucked away somewhere within this building they should be out there uh, giving that information out at reaching out to, to a new audience and that 's what blogging's about really
0: and it also has the additional benefit whether you 're an organization like yours or, or a business um, or, or an individual in the, if you walk into a room i 've seen your picture on your blog <laughs> i 've read about you and your motorbike and and a, a little bit about the about the library as well every now and then. And it makes me think, hang on a minute, I'm going to go up and talk to Neil. Um, and for a, an organisation particularly like yours, which is basically a transmitter and a, of information and, and help, uh, you, you, want that, you don't want any kind of um, fear barrier or, or hesitancy of, from your customers. And that's yeah. a good way of breaking that barrier yeah. down, isn't it?
1: Um, information professionals and librarians have a, an unfortunate history of saying, you know, quietly we're really good at what we do why don't people come and use us and they don't understand they have to reach out and sometimes use you know more commercial marketing techniques which we have a marketing department that does that really well but the informal kind as well so whether it's within a corporate environment to actually go out and talk to people and and let them know there is somebody there or in this sense you know you can reach out using the the virtual medium to actually say yeah this is a real person you know they've got shades of gray or whatever or even colorful personalities (laughs) Uh, and they've got information that you could find useful, expertise.
0: I'm here at the British Library uh, networking event. It's a Facebook sort of... Uh, it's a bit like a Facebook flash mob in some kind of a way. Um, and I know who this person was standing opposite me because they, they've very kindly given us name bags, uh, name, bags name tags, and it's David twenters David, uh, why are you here?
2: I just uh, came to an event uh, just up around London, uh, found it on Facebook, and uh, really, yeah, just trying to get uh, in with some business people, you know, get a few more contacts. I do like um, stuff like around Disney. I just came back from Disney. was doing Aladdin over there. It's really good to just find out, find like-minded people around it. It's really good.
0: So, uh, is Facebook an essential part of your social and business life?
2: Oh, Facebook is a good one. I'll say that. I mean, um, I found some nice some of my old mates from Disney, other ones around there, and uh, yeah, it's really really helped me out on the networking part as well.
0: So, you used to work for Disney, yeah?
2: Uh, yeah. It was like a few months mu- few months back. Just done all different kind of ones, Geppetto, other things like that. It's really good. Uh, really good to try all out. I mean, um, never know if you don't try. Okay,
0: um, so what are you? Are you planning on setting up your own business?
2: Yep, I'm uh, planning on setting up um, a performance business, selling um, into circus goods and such, and then going in expanding on the brand. See how see how it goes at the end of the day.
0: Okay, so uh, what's the name of your name of your circus goods brand?
2: Oh, at the moment, I'm going for the name of the performer, and then um, slogans so far take to the stage and ones like that. Okay. So you uh,
0: your you're actually kind of producing uh, products or are you kind of training as well or is it a mixture of two things?
2: Oh, At the moment I'm like um, going into uh, different jobs within the entertainment industry and uh, when setting up the business I will actually train people up to actually use the different products, sell on magic props, joke props, everything and anything, trying to get more entertainers in the world.
0: Sounds like a very entertaining proposition. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for your time.
2: Always good.
3: Christian Link,
0: why are you here, Christian?
3: Um, I like to, yeah, get to know other people, networking, and uh, just have a nice evening.
0: Anna, you you mentioned to me that you were a uh, you were a journalist. Are you a journalist entrepreneur?
3: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, I publish a German-speaking newspaper for the German-speaking community in London and the UK, and the first edition comes out on Friday. So. Friday, Saturday, so yeah, it's a very exciting week for me.
0: Fantastic, well, I'm glad I've caught you now. <laughs> um, print?
3: Print, yes. Old school? Yes, old oh, school. I was an online editor before, and um, yeah, I have no problems to go online as well, and uh, yeah, let the paper be in five years, and uh, just have it online, so it's no problem for me, but at the moment, I think um, it still works on paper, and um, yeah, you still earn more money if you have it on paper.
0: Well, how many people do you reckon are going to read this? <laughs> and, and how are you distributing it?
3: Um, we uh, have The first edition will have 10,000 copies. It will be for free and available at German-speaking um, businesses around London. And you can also subscribe to it. So uh, the website is www.germanlink.co.uk. And, um, yeah, that's... Uh, what we do at the at the moment and how we start
0: and um uh, and presumably the 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 business model is well subscription an element and and uh mostly advertising i guess
3: so yes uh we earn our money through advertisement and a little bit through the subscription but the main part is advertisement so a lot of um german swiss and austrian businesses are interested to reach the community and um um also like that, there's a new a new publication there because there's nobody at the moment and at the market on the market. I have no competitors at all. There's no medium for the German-speaking community in London and the UK at the moment. So yeah, the businesses are really happy that they can reach the community now.
0: So um, you see, I'm I'm I, I, I confess a sort of. Uh... A deep interest in this because I'm an online publisher, and, and basically, although although the format is different, all the all the relevant skills and concerns and business worries are the same. <laughs> um, how uh, do you uh, have you put together a team? Do you have a sales team, uh, journalists? Um, how have you how have you funded this launch? Are you are you working on sweat equity?
3: Um, yes, I have a team of. Freelancers working for me. I have uh, two people who do the sales. I have freelance journalists write for me, and I have a graphic designer who is in Berlin. Because I searched for someone who can speak German or understand German to know where the article should be, and uh, so it, yeah, I just found someone in Berlin. And uh, but the rest of my team um, are based in London, and um, yeah, it was not so hard to um, yeah to finance this project mainly because printing is not so expensive that I thought it would be. Um, so printing costs come down at the moment. And um, yeah, I searched for several printing services and I found uh, yeah good one for a reasonable price in Wales, finally. So the newspaper will be printed in Wales.
0: Uh, Christiane, thank you for talking to me.
3: Thank you very much.
0: Um, okay, now, uh, Natalie Clark here, um, and presumably here because you joined the Facebook group first, or or how?
4: No, that's right, I'm uh, on Facebook and I've seen the networking events, um, but I come to the British Library quite a lot for the events anyway, so um, kind of plugged into these circles just to meet, meet like-minded people.
0: Anna, who are like these like-minded people? Who are these people who are on Facebook, in your opinion?
4: Well, the people I'm trying to meet are the people setting up their business like myself. Um, so I'm a one-man band at the moment. I work at home a lot, so it's quite an isolating job trying to get the, the business off the ground. So it's quite nice to be able to come to these events and meet people that are facing similar problems or you know, can give you advice, that kind of thing.
0: And I mean, uh, like me and a lot of other people, um, home workers are... A, it's a growing band of uh, people whether you're employed or whether you're self-employed or, or, or running a business virtually um, how, how have you coped between the transition of being employed which I guess you probably were at one point to being, uh, being a home worker being self-employed or running, developing your own business
4: I've always wanted my own business and I think that's a lifestyle choice really of deciding what hours I want to work and where I work so I quite like the fact that I can work at home, quite like the fact that I can go to a um, local bar or hotel and kind of just be somewhere a little bit more creative. Um, a transition's hard, but you've got to remember why you're doing what you're doing and what you're getting out of it. But I think it's important you know, to come to events like this so that you, you, know, you, you're not, you don't feel like you're working in isolation because otherwise that could be quite, well, it's quite unhealthy actually.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, in some ways, I think you, you get um, more, in some ways, if you're, if you're open-minded, there are very, very many more opportunities than one anticipates when one starts out. And you create, the, both online, uh, through Facebook and in events like this, you create a, a tremendous sense of, I don't know, camaraderie, I certainly feel.
4: I am quite enjoy, actually, this new way of working, because yeah. not only is it lifestyle choice and I can Kind of dictate to myself what I do and when I do it, but like I spend a lot of time using kind of quite, uh, I guess, Web 2 mm. uh, collaboration tools such as Skype and Basecamp, yeah. those kind of things that just allow me to talk to I'm, um, doing business with some guys in India, um, speak to my web developer, So it's all. I might be in the room by myself, but I'm not actually. Yeah. So have
0: you have you tried Twitter yet?
4: I haven't, I've okay.
0: heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've just got into Twitter, which is quite scary. But anyway, uh, I'm an inveterate um, <laughs> a sort of social web 2.0 butterfly, So I'm, uh, a, it, but it's very, very good. Anyway, but that's beside the point. What is your business?
4: I'm launching at the end of the month a photo retouching service for everyday photos. So it's people that can upload their photographs and have them made into a, a better, better piece of artwork, really. Um, So not for professional photographers, people that are using photos on social networking sites or dating sites and want to be making a good first impression through their photo.
0: So you can virtually whiten my teeth?
4: I can, yes.
0: Excellent. And uh, you talked about working virtually with people overseas. uh, Are you going to outsource your retouching as the business grows?
4: I'm launching at the end of March, so it's something I'm looking into at the moment. I've had a lot of interest from dating sites and social networking sites, so if it's to be a scalable business then I'm going to choose um, a system that allows me to scale fairly quickly. Um, and I'm interesting, interested in, in outsourcing for the new way of business, I think it's just what the internet has allowed us to do. You go where you find suppliers that are the most highly skilled suppliers you can find and, and for me that might not be in the UK. Well
0: fascinating, uh, I wish you every luck with it and uh, what's the? do you know, can you reveal the web address or will we have to come back to you later?
4: No I can, it's uh, photolate.com. Photolate? Oh, yes.
0: Fantastic, Natalie, thanks very much. Yeah. Our labels, I was looking at the labels. Robin Block. And a mysterious woman with no label who I know used to work for the BBC, or does still work for the BBC. But she's probably moonlighting. <laughs> Don't tell me. No. Uh, Robin, first of all um you're you're admitted to being a small biz pod listener although infrequent so i
5: don't like you that much what is it you do and why are you here okay um my name's robin block i run a video communications company uh, called red sky vision um we do a lot of internal uh, communications and above the line videos for brands like coca-cola and virgin the reason i'm here today is because last year Uh, I started a a new business venture, it's called getlaunch.co.uk and it's a unique service, it takes any product or service to market using video as a powerful way of selling. Um, So really what we're trying to say with our service is that How do you actually win business? It's to do with relationships, it's to do with creating relationships and trust. Mm -hmm. Video is a very good way of doing that because it's like getting in front of a person uh, and having you presented the best possible way. So we've designed a a platform and a service where everything's done for you from the copy to the design to the development. The most important parts of video, so you're presented or your product or your service is presented in the most exciting, sellable uh, sellable way. They're sales platforms. um, The concept is unique. We've just launched in February. We're going to be at the uh, Business Startup Show in April in Excel. Um, And uh, I'm very excited about it and and speaking to you on your podcast today. (laughs) Now, I'm
0: going to ask the hard question. It sounds to me like TV advertising.
5: I suppose it is a little bit. Imagine, you know those amazing infomercials you get on the satellite channels which go on for ages and actually, by the end of it, you want to buy the knife and the free uh, whatever cocktail sticks you get at the end. Well... I suppose it is like that. We create a platform where whatever it is you've got to sell, whether it's yourself that you're selling in terms of your consultancy or or whether you have a business that's a service or whether you have a product, um, text and images uh, is not very exciting and it doesn't work for you. What works for you is being able to really get a sense of who you are, what the product does, and and, and, and the power of testimonial. So if you've got customers that are happy, We'll, we'll film them. So why would I want to go and watch it? Uh, well, why? why would you go to your site anyway? I'll, I'll type in, I don't know, boomerangs. Mm-hmm. into I want to buy yeah. a boomerang. Uh, actually, I'll give you a real example, a real-life example. Yeah. Uh, I, last year, I changed accountants. I typed in accountants and, uh, you know, my area in London where I work. Yeah. And uh, up came a load of, load of sites and they were all dreary, dreadful, drowning in text and really poor images, and I didn't like any of them. Uh, I called up three out of random, and I spoke to one guy, and he had a really nice voice on the end of the phone. I thought, I trust you, I like you. Yeah. And you know what? He won my business, and he's my accountant now. Uh, Now, if I could go back in time and I'd given my accountant one of these Get launched packages, I would have seen him before I'd even picked up the phone. So when I spoke to him, I said, I've just seen you. Gosh, you're a really lovely guy and all your other customers think you're brilliant. Mm. Um, Your site really stood out to me and already I've got a bond with you straight away. So it's about creating momentum with that potential customer.
0: So there we are. The the enthusiasm, what I love about people starting businesses, people running their own businesses, is just the enthusiasm and the passion for what it is they do. And I think that uh, Facebook flash mob at the British Library was an interesting event because of that, that passion that shines through, but also because of the way those people were brought together and how the British Library are using um, the latest um, web and social networking technologies to bring people together so all very interesting i should apologize too to the mysterious woman associated with uh robin block there um she works for the bbc as a radio uh producer i think and uh, despite regaling her about the quality of my kit um it put a curse on the uh the recorder i was using which started uh, as i uploaded it it's all st- stops and starts and stutters and it's a bit of a mess anyway so apologies for that but um uh, getlaunch.co.uk uh, head over to their site um, and check out there's some discounts there and i think if you uh if you mention you came from SmallbizPod pod and you're interested in their service um do mention me and you might get a, a bigger discount i can't remember now but there we are i think it'll work uh anyway um we don't do special offers on SmallbizPod, pod or at least extremely rarely but there we are um I, again, yeah, a passion, passionate group of people. Do check out the, the, uh, British Library's Facebook group. Do check out Facebook if you haven't already. Small Biz Pod is on Facebook too. Uh, you can sign up to, uh, our group there. That would be great. Uh, also, uh, do check out, whilst I remember, bizpodtv.com. That's bizpod, B-I-Z-P-O-D-T-V.com, which is, uh, our latest, uh, it's kind of a small biz pod in video for the YouTube generation. So if you've got a short attention span or you just want to be uh, entertained in a slightly different way to the way this podcast entertains you, then do head over to uh, uh, bizpodtv.com and do as well. It'd be great if you could uh, sign up on the old um, iTunes, Uh, subscribe in iTunes. That would be great to search for bizpodtv.com or click on the iTunes link in uh uh, on the homepage, um and i'll put links in the show notes um as i will for all those that i know of um uh, who were interviewed uh, in the show today so what else is there to mention uh another podcast coming very soon and i know that because uh, i've just been editing it and um anything else i don't think i think that's about it i think the only thing that there is left for me to say is thanks very much to the british library for uh allowing me to record that and thank you also to uh this week's artists musical artists the choice that i've made of an electronic electronica track from ioda promenet this week is um, a track called enter Tokem. (laughs) by Fabrice Leg
3: The of the rainbow.
2: You are not allowed to use that system according to the new Detroit government laws. Please turn it off or enter your personal official Detroit government access code. Thank you. Welcome to the Detroit Police Navigation System. If you don't have a better, 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 better squad localized in this area Wave message. Your Japan code is required to access. Thank you. infected a no message found please get it out of the system it may cause severe damage.